Hey, church, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to my seven-minute almost daily podcast where we're just trying to adapt to the cultural changes that we find ourselves in, the stuff the pandemic has pushed upon us, pretty much unavoidable. But we're leaning in, trying to figure out how to get better. We call it ReChurch. You may have missed the last podcast for some odd reason, although it's uploaded to the server, it didn't get pushed into my library. I couldn't see it, still can't see it on a couple of my devices. But there was one, October 24th. You might try refreshing if you didn't get the one that posted last Saturday. A couple things in that podcast that you might want to hear. I foreshadowed the coming message series at Vista about repentance. And then I made some, I guess, political commentary, but I was really just maybe in many cases stating the obvious, but wanting to challenge people to work through the difficulty when your choice, because there's only two choices in the presidential election, right? You have you have this choice, the left, or this choice, the right. How do you work through the problem of only liking half of your choice, right? Each choice has a candidate and a platform, a, a person and policies for, for governing this country. What if you don't like the policies, but you like the candidate or vice versa? That's a pretty significant challenge because then you have to decide, unless you're just going to flip to the other side, which most people don't want to do, you have to decide which one of those two parts in this particular case, every time an election comes around, is most important long-term for the country. And I was just talking about how challenging that is. And as promised in this episode, I wanted to talk about, or at least set up the biblical rationale for the importance of voting. The Bible doesn't tell us to vote wasn't a thing, but it does talk a lot about how it is we are to live as Christians in this world with respect to the human agencies, institutions, and governments that are set up. So let's get after it. First of all, oh, I should tell you that David Platt's written a great book, number of them, um, and I'm borrowing fairly heavily from that book uh, over the next few podcasts. It's called Before You Vote, Seven Questions Every Christian uh, Should Ask Themselves, something like that. Um, Really, really good. I'm pulling some stuff from that and pushing it together with some other things, but um, he's really very, very good. Okay, the first thing we want to remember, although the country we live in is a democracy, the world we live in is a theocracy or a monarchy, right? In which God is the king. He is over it all. He has established it, created it, and built it. And and he's the one that establishes and puts in place the authorities that are on the earth. And so we need to always remember that even those authorities that we are subject to are subject to him. So it's his world 
and his government, but he gives and entrusts us with the authority to set up governments that essentially promote good and punish bad. I'm being very generic. But he entrusts us with authority. If you look in Genesis chapter 1, it says, you know, God created us in his image, created us male and female, and he created us to be fruitful and multiply, to fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over it, to rule over it. Really, really cool, sobering thing. He says, yes, I want you to rule over this. I want you to set up institutions that promote the good and punish the bad. You can see that a little bit more clearly in, in uh, Genesis chapter 9 when he says, look, um, for your lifeblood, I will require a reckoning. From every beast, I will require, and from every man. From his fellow man, I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of a man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. And you, be fruitful, multiply, increase greatly on the earth, and multiply. He's saying, look, I want you to set up institutions that promote good and punish uh, the bad. That, that's part of our responsibility. And then um, you can read in Romans 13 and 1 Peter 2 that he wants us then to be subject to those governments and institutions. That's our responsibility. He gives us authority to set them up. We should set them up property, properly. They should promote the good, punish the bad. Now, here's the, the unique thing. Apart from the fact that we actually live in a theocracy and God is king, we do live in a democracy, which is phenomenal because that's radically different than anything Jesus' apostles, Jesus himself or the apostles were subject to, in addition to almost everywhere else in the world. Right, we are a country, uh, a, a, a government of the people, by the people, for the people. That means essentially, you're not just subject to your government; you have a part to play in it. That's crazy. We take that for granted. It's a, in a very, very real sense. Your vote, vote makes you part of the government of the people, by the people, for the people. So in principle, those in democracies aren't just governed. They are governing. And that's a sobering responsibility. It is our partly our responsibility that the government that we put together is good for the people. Not only does that make our vote incredibly meaningful and important. But for the Christian, within a democracy, God is going to hold us accountable for the sort of government that comes about as a result of our vote. 